All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning. I'm Gudmala Kapoor. The headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi emphasizes on creating environment free from terror and violence in telephonic conversation with US President Donald Trump. Situation across Kashmir Valley remains peaceful. Government to open all middle schools from tomorrow. Chandrayaan 2 moon mission ready to enter the lunar orbit today. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa to expand his cabinet today. Government directs all central armed police forces to adopt a uniform retirement age of 60 years for all ranks. And northern parts of the country continue to reel under heavy rain and floods. Prime Minister Narendra Modi highlighted the importance of creating an environment free from terror and violence and eschewing cross-border terrorism without exception. In the first highest level interaction after India's announcement on Jammu and Kashmir, the Prime Minister held a telephonic conversation with United States President Donald Trump yesterday and conveyed that extreme rhetoric and incitement to anti-India violence by certain leaders in the region was not conducive to peace. Mr Modi's comments assume importance in the wake of Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan's provocative comments against the government of India and Indian action in the last few days. The White House said during the talks the two leaders discussed regional developments and ways to strengthen US India economic ties through increased trade. During his conversation Prime Minister Modi recalled their meeting in Osaka on the sidelines of the G20 summit earlier this year. He expressed hope that India's commerce minister and the US trade representative would meet at an early date to discuss bilateral trade prospects for mutual benefit. In a later development, President Trump called Mr Khan and urged him to moderate his rhetoric with India over the situation in Jammu and Kashmir in an effort to reduce tensions. Vice President M Vengaiya Naidu said that Latvia and India have enjoyed friendly and cordial relations since the establishment of diplomatic relations. He was addressing the Indian diaspora at the capital Riga last evening. Our relations have been growing steadily in diverse spheres since the establishment of our diplomatic relations in 1991. India is committed to strengthening its relations with Latvia in all spheres including business and investment, cultural and academic cooperation and people to people connect. External Affairs Minister S Jayashankar reached Dhaka yesterday on a 3-day visit to Bangladesh. He was received at the airport by the Foreign Minister Dr AK Abdul Momin. India's High Commissioner to Bangladesh Riva Ganguly Das was also present at the airport to receive the External Affairs Minister in Dhaka. Mr Jayashankar will be holding talks on bilateral issues of mutual importance with his Bangladeshi counterpart today. He will also call on Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina a report. The visit marks the neighborhood first policy of the Modi government. Bangladesh has been a reliable friend of India. The visit of the external affairs minister is a reaffirmation of the strong ties between the two neighbors. During the visit, the two sides will discuss issues of mutual importance, especially those related to connectivity, security, and people-to-people contact related aspects of India-Bangladesh relationship. Rajesh Jha for AIR News, Dhaka. In Jammu and Kashmir the situation remains largely peaceful as no major law and order incident was reported from anywhere across the valley. The government has also decided to reopen all middle level schools across the Kashmir valley from tomorrow. 
This was stated by Director Information Dr. Syed Sarish Askar along with other senior officials during a joint media briefing in Srinagar yesterday. The official said that the presence of staff at all primary schools was an encouraging sign. As such, the administration has decided to open all middle schools across Kashmir from tomorrow as well. It also informed that the Civil Secretariat, Srinagar, recorded 98% attendance, which is picking up rapidly in other government offices also. After the decision to scrap Article 370 and 35A, the Prime Minister, in his Independence Day speech, had said that now Jammu and Kashmir will see real development. He said that after several decades, people who have been deprived of rights will get a new hope to prosper. The Prime Minister said that now women from JNK will get their wings in the true sense. Regional News Unit Jammu talked to the President of the West Pakistani refugees, Labharam, who hailed the decision of the Prime Minister. भारत बर्स पूरा एक हो गया है जिस चीज की हमें जहां जरूरत थी वो आजादी जो है वो हमें मिल चुकी है आज हमारे जो बच्चे हैं हमारे जो नौजवान साथी हैं वो एमएलए खड़े हो सकते हैं पंच सरपंच खड़े हो सकते हैं एजुकेशन ले सकते हैं नौकरियां ले सकते हैं नागरिकता मिल गई है उनको एडवोकेट मोनिका कोली टॉकिंग टू एआईआर न्यूज सेड दैट नाउ वुमेन विल नॉट बी डिप्राइव्ड ऑफ देयर राइट्स इवन इफ दे मैरी अ पर्सन फ्रॉम आउटसाइड द स्टेट जम्मू कश्मीर की महिलाएं उनके जो बच्चे थे इनहेरिटेंस राइट से वंचित किए जाते थे उसके लिए जो अब ये धारा 370 और पैंतीस ए का जो एब्रोगेशन हुआ है उससे वह अपने सारे अधिकार जो उनको नहीं मिलते थे उनके बच्चों को नहीं मिलते थे वो सब उनको मिल सकते हैं और इसके जाने से ये हुआ है कि जो भी कानून जो सेंटर में बनता है वो खुद ब खुद डेट में लागू हो जाएगा The Indian Space Research Organization chairman Dr K Sivan has informed that the Chandrayaan 2 moon mission will have lunar orbit insertion today at around 9:30 a.m. The liquid engine on board the spacecraft will be fired to slow down the spacecraft until the moon's gravity captures it. After insertion into the lunar orbit, four more orbit maneuvers will be carried out between August 21 and September the 1st to bring it closer to the moon's surface in the proximity of 100 kilometers of lunar orbit. Chandrayaan 2 was launched on July 22nd by the GSLV Mark 3 M1 launch vehicle. Its insertion into lunar orbit today will be considered another milestone for ISRO before the lander Vikram and rover Pragyan soft land on the south pole of the moon on September the 7th. Karnataka Chief Minister BS Yadurappa will expand his cabinet with the governor administering the oath of office to the new ministers in Rajbhavan today morning. 17 cabinet members will be inducted today in the cabinet size of 34. Govind Karajol, C.N. Ashwath Narayan, Arashok and B. Siramulu are among those who will be sworn in today. The lone independent MLA H. Nagesh will also be inducted. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. All personnel working in Central Armed Police Forces (CAPF) will now retire at a uniform age of 60 years. A Home Ministry order issued yesterday has corrected the anomaly where personnel between the ranks of constable to commandant in the Force of Forces, the Central Reserve Police Force, the Border Security Force, the Indo-Tibetan Border Police Force, and the Sashastra Seema Bal superannuated at the age of 57. 
officers from the rank of Deputy Inspector General up to the topmost rank of Director General in these four forces retired after attaining the age of 60. However, in two other forces of the Central Industrial Security Force and the Assam Rifles, all personnel retired at the age of 60. A report. The latest Home Ministry direction comes in the wake of a January order of the Delhi High Court where it had called the policy of different age of superannuation as discriminatory and unconstitutional and said it created two classes in the uniformed forces. Yesterday's order also directed all the forces to comply with the court order and amend provisions of rules. It said that those who have retired at 57 years in between the court order and the Home Ministry directive will have two options either to join service after returning all pensionary benefits or straight away get all pension benefits as due to them as on completion of 60 years of service. Those personnel who had retired and approached court for clarification or were granted stay will be deemed not superannuated and will continue to serve till 60 years of age. Superna Sekya, AIR News, Delhi. The nation is paying homage to former Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi on his 75th birth anniversary today. This day is also observed as Sadbhavana Divas to promote national integration and communal harmony. Several programs are being organized in different of the occasion. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Congress Interim President Sonia Gandhi, former Prime Minister Dr. Manmohan Singh all paid tributes to the former Prime Minister. Prasar Bharti Chairman A. Surya Prakash has announced that Prasar Bharti would soon be introducing two awards, the Neelam Sharma Tejasvi Award and the Achyutyananda Shahu Award. Mr. Surya Prakash said this at a solemn condolence meet yesterday at DD News in New Delhi to remember senior DD News anchor Neelam Sharma who passed away on the 17th of August. The meet was attended by senior officials of Prasar Bharti and the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting among others. The northern parts of the country continue to reel under heavy rain and floods. In Uttarakhand, the death toll in Mori subdivision of Uttarkashi district has risen to 12. Our correspondent reports that a search is also underway for five missing people. Rescue and relief operation is in full swing in affected areas. A rehabilitation center has been set up at Arkot where the administration is providing shelter to nearly 350 villagers. Chief Minister Chivin Singh Rawat will visit the disaster areas today. He met Union Home Minister Amit Shah in Delhi yesterday and informed him about the natural calamity of Uttar Kashi. Raghavesh Pandey, EIR News, Dehradun. Meanwhile, in Himachal Pradesh, the death toll has risen to 25 after one more death was reported from Chamba district due to heavy rain. Chamba, Kullu, Shimla, Sirmore and Solan districts are the worst hit. More than 800 roads are closed and hundreds of vehicles stranded in Lahul Spiti due to unexpected snowfall which triggered landslides. The Enforcement Directorate has arrested Ratul Puri, the nephew of Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister Kamal Nath, in connection with a 354 crore rupee bank fraud case. Last Sunday, the CBI had booked Ratul Puri, who is a former Executive Director Mozabair, in the bank fraud case. The Delhi High Court had, on August the 14th, granted the interim protection from arrest to Puri till today. Veteran music director-composer Khayyam, best known for his music in classical films such as Umrao Jaan and Kabi Kabi, passed away after a prolonged illness at a hospital in Mumbai yesterday. Muhammad Zahur Khayyam Hashmi was 92. His funeral will take place with full state honours. Here is a tribute. 
करोगे याद तो हर बात याद Music director, composer Khayyam began his career in music from the city of Ludhiana at the tender age of 17. Besides Kabhi Kabhi and Umrao Jaan, the musicians' other notable works include films such as Trishul, Nuri, and Shola or Shabnam. In 2007, Khayyam was honored with Sangeet Natak Academy Award in Creative Music by the Sangeet Natak Academy. Four years later, he was conferred with Padma Bhushan, the country's third highest civilian award. He won three Filmfare Awards for Best Music in 1977 for Kabhi Kabhi and 1982 for Umrao Jaan, and the Lifetime Achievement Award in 2010. In 2016, the veteran composer established Khayyam Jagjit Kaur. KPJ Charitable Trust and pledged to donate his entire wealth to the trust to support budding artists and technicians in India. Kiti Jain Air News Mumbai. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Sunil Varma. Thank you, Gudmala. The unfolding fury of the monsoon in the country is covered extensively by the press. Hindustan Prime writes. All major roads blocked in Himachal, Satluj, breaches, banks in Pillar and Yamuna cross a danger level in Delhi. Yamuna waters enter low-lying areas in Karnal, Panipat and Yamuna Nagar. PM Modi's telephonic conversation with Donald Trump is also given extensive coverage. The Asian Age writes in an interesting development. Prime Minister Modi spoke to US President Donald Trump for half an hour on Monday evening. The Prime Minister's office stated that the interaction was marked by warmth and cordiality. A pioneer headline reads: "Bhagwat's Kota debate call fires opposition with anger. Opposition leaders accuse the Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh of being an organisation with an anti-Dalit mindset after its chief Mohan Bhagwat sought an open-hearted debate pertaining to reservation given to SCST and OBCs. And finally, the Times of India writes: Corporations gear up to weed out single-use plastic." The three municipal corporations in the capital have intensified their drive and started penalizing violators. With that, it's back to you, Gunmala. Thank you, Sunil. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi emphasizes on creating environment free from terror and violence in telephonic conversation with U.S. President Donald Trump. Situation across Kashmir Valley remains peaceful. Government to open all middle schools from tomorrow. Chandrayaan-2 moon mission ready to enter the lunar orbit today. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa to expand his cabinet today. Government directs all Central Armed Police Forces to adopt a uniform retirement age of 60 years for all ranks. Northern parts of the country continue to reel under heavy rain and floods. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.